0: begin podfix network transmission in three two one michael morgan
1: michael get in here and you sit next to this aluminum pole okay sit down i'm shut up
0: <laughs> i'm not sure Listening. what we're doing but yes, listen here. to me yeah
1: this past year you've disappointed me when you revealed that you haven't seen hope floats
0: how <laughs> was that revealed to this you this
1: this year, you've r- disappointed me <laughs> by true. revealing to me how much you hate mustard. You're um for Brussels sprouts, which are delicious, by the way.
0: All of these things have been revealed long before this year. Uh, you
1: have disappointed me in so many ways, but I think it's time.
0: It's time. Yeah. It's time. I don't know. what what is it? Is it time? A Time to Kill, starring Sandra Bullock, also star of Hope Floats? Is that where we're going?
1: It's time for... Feats of strength.
0: Oh, a little festivist for the rest of us.
1: Start the show!
0: <laughs> Morgan, what? Why is it Festivus? What's going on? <laughs> nice.
1: Because this episode features...
0: George Costanza. Okay picking up cues. Okay, but that's it just you just just made it.
1: Yeah, I was just going with the Seinfeld thing. <coughs>
0: just saying any Seinfeld thing just to reference it.
1: Yeah, I was going to do like setting up like a um a fun little trivia thing, but then that would take more time and energy than I have right now.
0: Morgan's so excited to be recording. She just couldn't wait to get here.
1: Michael, what is this show?
0: All right. Hello, and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug we 're here to try to make the best of bad tv i 'm one of your hosts. My name is Mike uh, Morgan. If you are new to the show what we 're going to do is watch a show that we 've never seen and know pretty much nothing out, nothing about. And we're going to, but first we're going to give our completely uneducated thoughts and predictions. Okay, I did that all off off the top of my head and I actually, I got it. It was rough, but I got there.
1: Okay, everybody just give him his brownie points?
0: Uh, today, yes, as Morgan has clued you in on, we're going to be doing the, f- uh, the first of a Seinfeld. What are we going to call it?
1: Seinfeld.
0: Seinfeld B4.
1: Seinfeld. Because
0: on on the Chinese restaurant they say Seinfeld Four.
1: <coughs> that is too d- deep of a cut, and nobody's gonna get it. Seinfeld stinkers, stinkers.
0: Because <laughs> it's because of the alliteration, and it's Steinfeld. It's Steinfeld stinkers. Yep. Okay, why not? Uh, so yeah, it's notorious that, uh, the people, uh, after Seinfeld had a, a lot of failed TV shows, except for Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Joey, Dreyfus.
1: Joey did. Yeah,
0: Joey was a massive letdown after Seinfeld. Uh, although Julia Louis-Dreyfus has had two hit shows, yeah, she yeah. also does have failed sit- failed sitcoms, so there are some to do for her as well. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld does not do acting, so he, he won't be included, but the other main three we got stuff for. But today... And let's be
1: real, just off the top, they don't gotta do nothing.
0: Oh, no, they're... They're fine. They're rich forever.
1: They're set.
0: Yeah, those guys were making, like, over a million episode, Crazy. So... Today, we're going to be focusing on Mr. George Costanza, Jason Alexander, who has never had much of a success outside of Seinfeld.
1: Um, Except for the made-for-TV Disney movie um, adaptation of Cinderella.
0: Right, which was, he's the star of it. He he plays Cinderella. He is the
1: titular Cinderella. It's really nuanced and moving.
0: Obviously, he's done lots of things after Seinfeld, but he's never had a solo thing, like where he was the lead of something. Uh, He's not
1: really a lead kind of guy, though.
0: No, he's not. And he's a supporting character on Seinfeld, even though he's like, you know, one of the main characters. But he's not the main guy. Anyway, I love Jason Alexander. I think he's hilarious. And I've probably watched these sitcoms that he was in and don't remember them because they're not good. I don't remember these at all. So today we're going to be doing a show called Bob Patterson, which was his first uh, venture out after Seinfeld It came out in two thousand one, so that would have been three years after the end of Seinfeld. So he had some time to to really pick and choose the cream of the crop for the pilots that he wanted to go for, and this is what he he chose, I guess. Uh, Morgan, what do you what are you expecting from Bob Patterson?
1: Bob Patterson is obviously he's working a mid level job. He's an office supply manager, um, who you know, like the whole series arc is him like really trying to get through life through with as much gumption and optimism, but every turn, like he just gets shit on and it gets to a breaking point to, um, we find him actually in the pilot. Um, we're starting from the place of where we're going to end at the end of the series. Um, so it's going to be, you know, the rest of the series is going to be, or season is going to be working back to that. But we're going to drop in and he's uh, at work and he receives a phone call, um, for somebody selling him toner. (laughs) Um, he doesn't give a shit about the toner because he's just hit rock bottom and he's about ready to kill himself. It's really like a, um, you know, pre-Breaking Bad gritty look at just the American dream and I'm putting dream in quotes. <laughs> um, Michael, what do you think Bob pa- Patterson is?
0: I don't know, but I was for a while thinking, does she... Is she aware that she's just setting up the plot line from Friends? (laughs) Yes. Of course.
1: Of course I did. Yes. Aware. Thank
0: you. Uh, That's the crossover episode of Bob Patterson Mm -hmm. uh, with Friends, of course. No. Uh, First of all, I would like to say that how long do you think this show ran for? It it debuted on October 2nd, 2001. When was the final episode?
1: Oh, my God. October 2nd, 2001? Mm -hmm. What a shitty time to be trying to do anything.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty bad one. (laughs) Yikes. But... Yikes. Uh, Um, How long do you think this bad boy lasted?
1: 11, let's see, November 15th.
0: Oh, not even. It was canceled on Halloween.
1: Oh, boy.
0: Didn't even make it one month. But listen to this. This is crazy. It said it debuted to to uh dis were it was disappointing numbers Series premiere premiere was 9.8 million viewers and its final episode was 7.8 million viewers
1: yeah that would be a big winner in today's standards that would
0: be a monumental massive hit by today's standards that's crazy and although that is you know he, they lost two thousand viewers in a month 2000 <laughs> they lost 2 million viewers in one month that still seems like a decent amount of viewers they didn't give this thing a chance at all nope um but it does have a 4.8 on imdb so doesn't give us a lot of hope
1: when did seinfeld end
0: 1998 Okay. This.
1: Oh, was just getting greedy, right? I would take like several years off. I'd be in the Caymans just
0: nonstop. I think uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus did one in two thousand. She was the first, and then him two thousand one, and I think Michael Richards in two thousand two. But they they all wait, waited a few years before they jumped to a new show. Um. So I know the basic premise of the show already. Just because I'm familiar with it. This is the one where Jason Alexander plays like a Tony Robbins-esque motivational speaker. Oh, fun. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I ever watched it. I, I know for sure I watched his other show, the one where he's a sportscaster. That's Listen Up. Um, but this one, I, I don't remember if I watched it or not. Um, so if he's a motivational speaker, I'm going to guess that he's very bad at it and that he's always doing these motivational speeches and people are like they're not feeling it they're not getting in, involved in it because he's not he's a weird person to be doing motivational speaking like
1: but uh, he's he's charismatic in his own way
0: I mean I guess I'm just making him George Costanza who would be a horrible motivational speaker Yeah no 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 but that's maybe that's what ha- you know he's pigeonholed as the single character
1: Um I'm I'd like to think that he's actually really good at it and he but he um like to the level of like a cult leader almost but he realizes the errors of his ways like what he's done this monster that he's created like
0: he's been giving these motivational speeches like as just because he he doesn't believe it right like, yeah, it's yeah yeah bullshit. he's shilling
1: he's shilling it's a paycheck uh
0: and then pretty soon he starts seeing that he's so popular that he has an effect on the actual like mm-hmm. culture and is like oh my god what have I done yeah I've yeah, yeah. I've I've made yeah you've made a monsters uh i've made a monsters um so that's probably a good call that could be it what do you think uh specifically what's something that you're expecting to see from this episode
1: i'm specifically going to see our titular bob roberts what's his name
0: <laughs> bob, Patterson. bob
1: evans um he's going to be eating a snack let's say he'll be eating some pretzels <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, is this whole thing just going to be you referencing other things?
1: Uh, I don't know what you mean, um, but because pretzels have a high concentration of salt, and salt um, dehydrates you, Mm -hmm. he's going to have a moment where he's going to exclaim to the room that those pretzels, the snack that he is consuming, is making him thirsty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Michael, did you get get what I was just doing? I did. (laughs) Because these pretzels are making me thirsty. Or he's going to have to be in charge of moving people's cars on the block. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Can we just watch Seinfeld?
0: People who don't watch Seinfeld are really going to be lost.
1: A hot take. Seinfeld was a good
0: show. Mm -hmm. It was my favorite show growing up. I love Seinfeld. Um so uh, do you have any real guesses or you just think that, do you think there's going to be Seinfeld callbacks in this?
1: No, I think he's going to have, um, he's going to have like one really devout, um, person. He's going to have like an annoying kind of Christian Shaw in uh, flight of the concords, like, oh, kind like of a follower, character. a follower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who takes it way too seriously. And he's like, this is just, you know, this is personal growth. This isn't anything more, but she like exalts him.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you realize that his name is almost Robert Pattinson? pretty close maybe it's gonna be a vampire thing
1: yeah uh the know.
0: thing that robert pattinson wants to be known forever as the, va- the vampire boy
1: probably when robert pattinson was still in high school i would assume
0: uh in 2001 i don't even know if you would have been in high school i he's, was in high school
1: he's my age is he i think so all right alexa <laughs> how old is robert pattinson
0: Robert Pattinson is 33 years old. Yeah. Okay. He was born on May okay, Alexa, that's enough. Okay, so he's uh, a year older than I am. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he would have been in high school. Cool. Um,
1: this is a Rob- Robert Pattinson appreciation <laughs> podcast. Welcome.
0: Uh, he's awesome. Fangs in guitar. out.
1: He's awesome in Lighthouse, even though that movie was very weird.
0: Yeah, scary. Morgan wasn't too into it, but it was. No. he was good in it. Um So I think... Did I say what I think? I think that there's going to be a scene involving... Oh, boy. I think... All, all I can think of is George Costanza stuff. I'm thinking of the time, remember, when he's...
1: Wow, so I'm getting shit because I'm coming up with George Costanza stuff or other crossover Jason yeah, Alexander things.
0: To. You got to, so I get to. Oh, maybe he's playing... Maybe he'll play a gargoyle and he's <laughs> on, the, on Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he plays the gargoyle in mm-hmm. Hunchback of Notre mm-hmm. Dame in Disney's version. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Uh. P. I, th- I think that... Is it completely gone? Is it no, gone? it's it's being okay I think there's going to be a scene where he is ordering food and a bunch of people are around him and so he's trying to act like a super nice guy, but in reality he's a jerk and, and like he keeps trying to like not lose his cool, but they keep like messing up his order, and they're like and he's like, I said I said, sorry that there I wasn't supposed to be any onions on this sandwich, and they're clearly oh! Onions on this sandwich. I really just want Jason Alexander losing it. I love Jason Alexander losing it.
1: Yeah, it's his strong suit, Michael. Um, I believe that most of these people, these self improvement like gurus, these people out there telling mm-hmm. you how you could do your life better, and you pay a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, they might not necessarily have a catchphrase, but or like a mantra. So, <laughs> okay. what would this guy's mantra be?
0: I think his mantra, the mantra of Bob Patterson, is keep you at uh, keep you comma you keep you you
1: oh that's that's actually pretty good that's solid i could see that being in mm-hmm. a...
0: and it means nothing
1: uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but people buy into <laughs> right. it right just like all of these programs what's guys
0: your, what's your catchphrase
1: don't fuck it up
0: <laughs> i doubt on network
1: but it's like bleeped. and they loved him for it because he was a straight
0: shooter this was on abc not i would have thought it would have been on nbc because he's a seinfeld boy see
1: that's what happened though he, the he, nbc gods cursed him
0: made the wrong choice so yeah only five episodes ever aired of this show cancelled after one month
1: we're gonna watch all five episodes we're not re- are we watch, back to you we're we gonna
0: watch uh, we're actually gonna watch whatever episode i can find on youtube because there it is. there's not a whole lot of these available um yeah we're gonna check it out and hang in there we'll be right back okay. hey everyone this is tof host of gravity beard Podcast featuring interviews and discussions on a wide range of topics. In each episode, I'll either interview a special guest or we'll convene our typical Algonquin roundtable of brilliant minds. Occasionally, we'll even be joined by the host of one of your other favorite podcasts. Then, every other week, my buddy Adam stops by for an installment of This Week Today. Whatever we do each week, we promise you'll be entertained. You can find Gravity Beard on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else quality podcasts are sold. And you can always find us and other indie pods in the Underdog Podcast community on Facebook. We're also a member of the Podfix Network. Come check us out. Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. America's number three best-selling self-help
1: guru. He's helped millions with his books, I Know More Than You, and I Still Know More Than You.
0: He's Bob Patterson. Communication is everything. Communication is everything. Without communication, I couldn't communicate the importance of communication. Do you understand? See, sí, a mí me encanta estar aquí en los Estados Unidos, Bob. Tu programa es fantástico. Tú eres número 3, Bob, número 3. <laughs> Bob Patterson
1: is coming to ABC Tuesdays this fall.
0: And we're, we're back, back, B- Bob, 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 di Bob, di Bob, di Bob, di Bob, Bob,
1: they Have a really, really good original.
0: Just the lyrics are really good for the theme song to this.
1: Yeah, do you think that two and a half men stole their idea from this show? <laughs>
0: I think they stole everything from this show. Oh my gosh! So, we're gonna start. I think we're gonna start doing a whether or not we think you should watch this show up top. Do you want to do that or no? Sure, I would say that unless you are a huge huge fan of um 2000s really 90s styled sitcoms. This one you could probably sit out.
1: Yeah, nobody needs to be watching this except for middle-aged dads.
0: All right. So, no need to watch it. You can just listen to us talk about it. Morgan, what is this show about?
1: Well, from this one episode,
0: mm-hmm. Oh, we, we should say we could only find episode 3 on YouTube. So we watched episode 3 Naked Bob.
1: So he works. Okay, I'm confused a little bit about this. He is a motivational speaker, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, not just speaker, but like a author, like a John Tesh kind of character. Maybe less of a Tony. Rob, well, Tony Robbins writes well, books too.
0: Uh, John Tesh does appear on this show. Well, so. there you
1: go. But it appears that he works instead of being like an independent person. He works at the publishing company. Like he has an office at the publishing house?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it since we didn't watch the pilot, it was not made clear exactly what he does. Uh,
1: be- because in this episode he's uh his boss, I guess, is played by Robert Klein. Um he gets him to do It sounds like the proposition is born out of not like, "Hey, we got this great opportunity," but like one of our uh like soon to be our books in progress or whatever wants you to be included in on this coffee table nude, nudie photograph book right yeah but it it sounded like this is a cross-promotional like in-house kind of thing
0: yeah i don't i it is not clear to me what what his job is what what is going on with that yeah it doesn't make sense on on Wikipedia, it says that he is America's number three self help guru. That's pretty good. And that he is he struggles with insecurity and a lack of self awareness. Ironic, considering his profession. Yes, correct. So yeah, this episode at least revolves around Bob uh, deciding whether or not he feels comfortable with getting naked for a uh photo shoot
1: and because of the aforementioned um insecurities he is not really into body positivity or embracing one's skin
0: right like right off the top he's like no thank you not interested
1: and i just need to say like I mean, maybe it's just because George Costanza, Costanza's ruined every other role for this man. I don't like subdue Jason Alexander, and that's what he's playing in this. He's got to play the straight man, and I only like my Jason Alexander when he's at 12.
0: He has a couple of moments in here where you could you could feel the, the good Jason Alexander, the really over-the-top crazy yeah, Jason Alexander. He's just not
1: meant to be a lead like this.
0: Yeah it it just yeah he is not he's not likable as as a lead character I think he's he's more it's more he should be the side character he should be the fun goofy Off the zany yeah. cuz it
1: just otherwise it feels like again and it's probably just because of his one character from one sitcom but it feels like anything else is just a waste of his time and talent
0: yeah but i mean he's funny in other stuff too i, I like him in other things
1: he's great in the disney made for tv adaptation <laughs> uh, because he's playing an over-the-top frenchman
0: right i mean he also i mean he plays jack black's friend in shallow howl yeah and he's really funny in that um but uh, yeah this is this is not it's not using him to the best of his abilities no. for the most part so after he's given this proposal to be in this calendar and he's not interested. He goes home and we are introduced to his ex-wife.
1: I'm not sure what she <laughs> is supposed to be because then later she has a comment that made it sound like she was his sister.
0: No. But I don't
1: I know that's but she said, I don't know, it was weird. No, I think they're still married.
0: Okay. They still she, live in the same house together. They live in the
1: same house together. I don't think that she's the mother of his child though.
0: Okay. I, it's funny because so this is really poor quality. It's on YouTube. I thought the way that this character is introduced that it was his daughter.
1: Yeah, agreed. Yeah, because she, I because of the quality, you're like, I don't know, that could be a woman in her mid thirties or a woman who's in her late
0: teens. Yeah. After we learn that it's his ex wife, it's clear that she's older. Or
1: current wife.
0: Or current wife. After we're made to understand that this is somebody that he's in a was or is in a romantic relationship with it's clear that she's older but it, at, the way that her character in, is introduced in this episode is that she says so i'm gonna go to abstinence camp celibacy celibacy camp. camp and he's like i think that's a great idea or whatever
1: yeah but is the joke in the end that it's not celibacy camp that it's like a, a it's nudist a, to call anything
0: i think it's supposed i don't I, unless that's a joke, I just didn't understand. I think that it is a celibacy camp, but he doesn't, he can't separate the idea of nudity from sex. Like she's like, I think that her character probably in other episodes is a very like new agey type of mm-hmm. character. And she's like, listen, we all just go and we sh- shed off all of our clothes <laughs>
1: and embrace celibacy yeah for fifteen hundred dollars guys up top right here
0: a day fifteen hundred dollars a day jesus fucking christ
1: all of this is bullshit is bullshit all of it is bullshit tony tony robbins bullshit uh what's his name wayne dyer bullshit calm bullshit on all of it
0: agreed i mean sure
1: but uh but you know if it makes you feel better who am i who am i
0: Will be your motivational speakers from now on.
1: Listen to me, give me $1,500. Keep Anywho. you?
0: You. <laughs> uh,
1: anyway, we learn about his insecurities. She references having sex with him is just the worst.
0: Well, she's like, I, in all of our time sleeping together, I don't think I ever saw you naked. And it was because they slept, they used to sleep next to each other, but he would never take off his clothes. And even when he goes swimming, he wears a t-shirt. And, and when, they his...
1: have, when they have sexual relations... He goes under the covers and struggles to get a robe off so she doesn't see anything.
0: Mm-hmm. By the way, we should mention this is written like the absolute most cliched '90s sitcom possible.
1: I am thinking that Chuck Lorre did write on this just under another
0: name. There is a no joke a moment where Jason Alexander says, "Well, excuse me, it's it's bad. It's so bad." Uh, and it's so the all the comedy, all of the the bits are so, so, so dated, even in t- 2001, which is probably why it didn't work. Although two and a half minutes from the 2000s and it's very much yeah. the same style um, and Big Bang Theory. So I guess there is a market for this type of sitcom still. But it, this it wasn't Seinfeld anymore. It wasn't like that was not the main uh thing that people were looking for. I mean, this would have been the same year as Arrested Development, right? 2001 or is that 2002? I
1: think it's 2002, 2003.
0: Yeah. Okay, Well, I mean, pretty close. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We were starting to move on to, to single camera, non-canned laughter.
1: Uh, something with a little more thought put into the joke writing. This is yes. just lower.
0: It the wasn't just like denominator. We're talking about his penis.
1: Yeah, he. Okay. So let's just get, get, move on. So we learned <laughs> that the woman who he has a whole bit about being ashamed of his penis which which is just a joke that well, we can fall back on i guess
0: it's not even it's that he's not sure like he's afraid to do it because he doesn't know whether or where not right like where where does he fall in this and then we get a very 90s scene where he's like talking to the guy about like well what you never looked at somebody else in the shower and he's like whoa no hey, whoa, yeah, hey it's there, very, whoa, the undercurrent hey.
1: is like like a homosexual <laughs> Uh, the worst thing you can be
0: and then they have they have a moment where they're like well i mean i mean you could look at it and tell me you know how how it ranks or whatever and then they're both like just okay just do it really fast just really really fast just do it and then he kind of just takes off his pants really quick and the guy's like yep you're good all right go Yep. yep enough
1: you're in the book um we're introduced to the photographer who's an attractive french woman uh, which then leads us to a whole bit where we learn that Jason Alexander's character has a condition in which he Wait, is
0: This is so beyond ridiculous. This I, is beyond I can't. sitcom ridiculous. I, I was can't like do it. is this really a a plot point in this in episode?
1: A d- in, a, in an ABC primetime <laughs>
0: family show well i mean seinfeld paved the way for this kind of humor yeah but uh, they did it
1: with a little finesse they still did it to the point where maybe children would go above children's
0: heads also to uh, this doesn't make any sense this is like an absurdist concept that they're doing he get go ahead. You 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 started. You can finish it. So
1: he, I will finish it. Yeah, um, it's okay. it's okay when we. At least, least that was a little. No, it was bad. Um, he. So we. They have like this press conference where this. She's like this. Well, like this famous uh, photographer. I don't even know who, like how to compare her to. I, I don't know.
0: No, there's no really. I don't know any photographers like this. There's, I don't. I can't name a photographer.
1: I Annie Leibovitz. Yeah, I was gonna say Annie Leibowitz. Anne Gettys. <laughs> she's like the Anne Gettys of nudie. Um, uh, I like just, just I like the term nudie. Just
0: replace the uh, replace the babies with.
1: Oh, that would be so cute. Now Jason Alexander naked and <laughs> like a watermelon. I would pay good money for that. Yes. Um. So she's a French woman. I can't remember what her name is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um. She's French and therefore speaks French. And then this is where we learn: like he has a condition where anytime he hears people talking in French, he not only gets a hard on, but he will come.
0: (laughs) Wait, what? I didn't know that.
1: Yes, that's what he was saying. No, that's what exactly what he was saying. Mm -mm. That was what he was saying. He was
0: saying that he gets an erection. Why would he? Why would he mean?
1: No, because he said something about like, and then it no yeah huh we're gonna go back to it afterwards the the implication it is wasn't. that he it is not just in his pants that's what it that's what it was referring to okay anyway we're gonna we're gonna look at the tapes. no because
0: his nickname was pop pop i get i
1: get that he gets he boners. gets an erection he gets boners. but he made it sound like he gets to completion
0: that never happens in that it doesn't
1: happen in the episode but i swear to you that's what he's alluding to and that's why he was so fearful it was not just the fact that he was going to get an erection. No,
0: it's just the boner thing. Mm,
1: I don't. Think as, that's... as somebody,
0: as somebody who, with a fear of getting boners in public, I can tell you that I understand. That, that is enough. I uh,
1: get that. That's enough. But he says one of his many like French like my Jacques Cousteau, my Jacques won't Cousteau. That shit that he was going on. There was like one where it was like very clear. Like, and then the next step happens. All
0: right, I take back what we said at the top. You're going to have to watch this episode <laughs> just... because you're going to have to tell us you who's right. Tell- me
1: Morgan that she's correct we're gonna go back and watch this okay. afterwards we're gonna for the first time ever watch the same episode twice in one day anyway but yeah, he
0: does every time he refers to his penis in this episode he, he names a French person and he's like he, she really gerards my depart which doesn't make any sense but whatever they do it a million times yeah.
1: it was the joke was good for one that one mm-hmm. and then the seven times that came afterwards was more than that was should have been illegal anyway so he has to get on stage she introduces him and then he's doing this whole bit where he's got like an intern with him who's acting like a bodyguard so this guy i'm going <laughs> to take my points okay. for he because he's kind of obsessed with um
0: Bob yeah Patterson. i guess i mean it's not in the same way that that kristen Shaw is on fly of the no, Concord. she's
1: a sexual deviant
0: right no he's just <laughs> he's so he's an unpaid intern that works at the com- Again, the company.
1: is it a publishing house that he's, like, the place that I think pr- produces yeah, his books? I or think is it's it...
0: that there's not, I don't know what s- place a motivational speaker would work. Like, so they had to come up with some sort of office setting. So I guess it's, like, where they write his books. I mean, where he writes his books.
1: It don't make no sense. Anyway.
0: And he has an intern that is a Joey Tribbiani type. Mm -hmm. He's like a a handsome Italian man who's very, very stupid. So
1: dumb, but so pretty, I guess. I don't know. Couldn't tell it was 240p. Anyway. So he's like acting like a bodyguard, but Jason Alexander's character is taking advantage of it while he's up on the stage to hide his boner
0: times. Um, You know, you get your real Austin Powers moment where he's like constantly hiding hiding. behind things so Uh, you can't see his To the point
1: where this woman has brought her poodle her miniature poodle on stage and he picks it up and waves it around in front of his wiener which i would be highly offended
0: i mean i'm not this is as low fucking brow as it gets but i'm not gonna deny that this made me laugh it was pretty funny
1: (laughs) anywho he
0: was holding a dog in front of his boner
1: Uh, you want a boner you want a boner okay anyway so it's a problem. He doesn't, he's afraid that he's going to go. This is why, because then I'm like, what's, this is maybe, okay, what's the worst case scenario if you are a person who regularly fil- um, t- takes photographs of naked people, naked men in particular, and if they get a heart on, like what, like why, why would that be the worst thing in the world? That's why I thought it was the next step.
0: No, I think it. it's just because it would be embarrassing. Not that that, that, that it would be like, well, now we can't do the photo shoot. I mean, you'd be like, well, I guess we just got to wait. But it's just an embarrassing but thing that happened.
1: Why? What's, is there like, does that because it goes, it gets into X rating?
0: No, it's just because it's embarrassing.
1: I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's
0: a, it's a dude thing because like, then you're, that's like a vulnerability of like, oh, now you know that I'm attracted to you. You can't see that. I wouldn't that. even
1: necessarily take that. It would, maybe it's the situation. Maybe it's a fluke. Who knows? Who knows why the buddy is woken up?
0: I know. And that's the, I mean, the, the reality is that, but it's playing on the dumb male insecurity thing.
1: Anyway, so it's
0: a '90s styled sitcom. It's 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 running off of these stereotypes.
1: Jason Alexander is very 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 concerned about this being a possibility, Um, but so he's he expresses this to his wife, ex-wife, nanny. I don't know who this woman is.
0: Person that lives in his house. And this is
1: where I thought for a second maybe it's his sister.
0: (laughs) Okay, tell me why. (laughs) Because she says
1: because she says mom make sent this to us or something like that
0: who sent what to him
1: at the tea the tea so she ends up presenting i thought his box. assistant sent the tea she ha- goes to buy more tea but when it was first introduced to him so it was through wait. the woman
0: he tells his mom about his boner problem or
1: her mom ma- she told her mom about her husband or ex-husband's boner problem and they sent the pepper tea okay anyway it's a tea that keeps your boner down <laughs> it it tells him to go none night or her michael we
0: didn't also talk did we talk about how he has a son and the son says that he has boobs
1: yeah that's all the joke is though is Mm -hmm. that his son his teenage son makes fun of his dad for having boobs
0: Mm -hmm. and then he makes fun of him for never having seen boobs because he's a teenage boy
1: but then he says burn dad i've seen seen yours i seen them
0: and then we all get uncomfortable with the phrasing of that
1: yeah it's real dumb this this character is not utilized at all
0: um, In this episode. Yeah.
1: Anyway, um. so he drinks the tea. It's the day of the fucking Wait. photo. What? Because
0: uh, you also didn't introduce the other character, his assistant that we brought up. Oh, yeah. I a do. a crazy scene with her. I do like her. The, so she is like... I guess why everybody in this building has to know that he's taking these naked pictures. I don't know, but she finds out and she's like, Oh yeah, we're going to see some butts. And then you're like, okay. And then she's like, I don't want to see you Jason Alexander. And he's like, What? and then she's like oh is this inappropriate
1: well no not even but she's like i want to see you your your penis i was gonna i was gonna
0: get there but yes she she does do uh, another what what does she say she says don't
1: don't spare the rod with this child
0: yeah so she's definitely like oh i Which
1: it made me laugh out loud that was pretty good
0: i i want to see wiener and that's when he realizes like oh this isn't just going to be me Naked, this is going to be me full frontal nudity.
1: People are going to see my penis.
0: This isn't a butt cheek situation. This is the whole Festivus poll. Um, See, that was a good reference, even though you didn't even know. We called
1: that a callback.
0: No, I'm saying you didn't even know that there was going to be a poll involved in this, but there was.
1: For me, when it comes to Jason Alexander, there's always a poll involved. What does that even mean? Anyway, it's, it's the day of the photograph <laughs> of the, the photography session. Um, he takes his tea. He's feeling very calm. He, he is putting his faith in this tea. Um, Robert Klein comes in and's like, yo, buddy, you ready to do this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, this is all working out. And then the French lady shows up at his door and she's speaking in French. And they have a moment of like, uh, is it doing anything? And not a creature was stirring. So they let the woman in. And then Robert Klein excuses himself. And then what happens, Michael?
0: So then uh, the lady is like, oh, you know, I'm a big fan of yours. I've read all of your books. You really do it for me. And then he's like, oh, thanks. That's really nice. And then what does she say? She says something like, "Uh, your words touch me. And then he's like, "Hmm, lucky words. Uh And then she rips off her clothes and he's like, yowzer, yowzer, Bo Bowser. I can't steal that
1: from Bojack Horseman. (laughs) I won't allow it. sir."
0: Uh, So she, she takes, which is funny because she takes off her, top layer her jacket or whatever it is revealing like a bustier kind of deal and you think that at least i thought this was supposed to be her underwear like she was like exposing herself to being like i want sex with you which she is but later she's just wearing this bustier top as her normal top in front of everybody she was wearing
1: a bustier top at the press conference too
0: i know but she took off her jacket like she was revealed like that was like hey well
1: the girls were out. out
0: Okay. I just mean, it felt like as if she was taking off her clothes in that scene. But then later, that was also what she was wearing in front of everybody else. Anyway, Jason Alexander, of course.
1: Listen, you gotta let the frustrated. ladies play. <laughs> gotta let them play.
0: Is frustrated because he is drinking this. He's drinking. He drank this tea and now cannot, uh, you know, rise to the occasion, bonerfy himself. And the lady's like, Oh, what's going? But which, by the way, like, I know this is a TV show, but she she takes off her top and and like makes one like comment to him and then takes off his pants and looks at his wiener and is like, why whoa, are whoa, why whoa, aren't whoa. you?"
1: she didn't rip off his okay, pants Whatever. He was wearing a rope. He was already completely enclosed underneath. All
0: right. Anyway, she looks at his wiener and is like. What, what, what's up? What's the deal? This is, this is not working for you. Like, that's pretty, that's pretty immediate to just be like, well, I guess you're not interested. I mean, maybe he wanted some romance. Maybe he needs more than just a lady walking up to him and ripping off his robe. Maybe give him a second. He's a man in his mid forties. For Christ's sake. He might need a little bit of time he so she's like well i guess you're not interested and he's like no no no, no. oh oh, boy and then she's like oh boys because this is a 90s style sitcom so yeah. we have to have more gay panic yeah um and she's like oh okay i get it i get it i get it you like boys you like boys and he's like no i don't like boys and she's like i, I got it 100 percent like boys you got it and then that's just the end of it because it's the sitcom where nobody can ever explain themselves she just walks away without listening to what he's saying and then later she tries to set him up with her assistant who's of course Flamboyant. flamboyantly gay yeah. uh and he's like no 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 uh
1: anyway can we get to the set of this uh photography session
0: sure we finally we're finally there we get to the set where he's he's ready to to disrobe
1: he they have it set up like man, mount ararat or mount sinai
0: it's the bible Who whatever knows, bible one whatever
1: bible mountain uh, Moses mountain. moses descended from with the 10 commandments because he's why because he's,
0: he's a motivational, motivational speaker. speaker. Got like it. The, the greatest. Most, yeah. Got it.
1: Motivational speaker. Got it. Anyway, so he's going to be Moses and then in walks 20 extras, the Israelites that are all men that are about to be nude. Yeah. And then we get a, a fun, um what is that called? <laughs> Circumcision joke.
0: Oh, yeah. Or, or he,
1: lack thereof.
0: Where he says something like, "Not these are not all Israelites, I yeah, can see. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, anyway, so he does the photo. Is there much more to this?
0: Uh, well, when the guys come in, the, the receptionist lady comes in and she's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. good timing. She's and...
1: so excited to see some butts <laughs> and wieners.
0: <laughs> but as the audience, we only see the backsides of them. I mean, we don't see butts cause it's TV, but
1: actually no, look it up on YouTube guys. You do get to see a little bit of glimpses. a little crack.
0: Oh man. Or
1: a little, a little shadowing.
0: You know I mean? There's not
1: a little a little tap if you know I me. Mean. Uh,
0: so he's still nervous about doing it, but uh, his his agent talks him into it, saying like, I don't know, "Whatever, just do it. <laughs> Shut up."
1: He's like, "What is it? Be just be you. You hey yeah. you be you. Uh, you be you.
0: Be you you. I can't remember what my catchphrase is now. Um, yep, and then he." decides okay i guess i'm gonna do it and and then turns out oh but he's trying to get more tea because it's taking too long it took it took all day for them to get to his photo shoot so he's run out of this specialty tea, boner tea and negative boner tea
1: yeah opposite of boner tea.
0: uh and so now he's he's shit out of luck, so he takes takes his clothes off, and the the receptionist lady is like, "Oh, somebody's really rising to the occasion." So in the end, he ended up getting a boner. But the French lady was like, "Wow, that, I like I like what I see. Je ne sais quoi <laughs> It's French
1: for." Cool boner. Anyway, that's the end of the show. Um, what is it? Well,
0: it's kind of the end, except for the post-credit sequence, which doesn't do anything.
1: Yeah, just they're gonna go swimming, but he has a t-shirt on, and then it's Jason Alexander in a speedo, looking in a mirror, touching himself, his his <laughs> chest. <laughs>
0: He's he's dancing with his he's, shirt off. He's
1: embracing his body. No, it's yeah. a body positivity moment. So it is worth mentioning. It's Except a that it's played for
0: laughs. So I don't know if it is.
1: Yeah. Well, he. I'm choosing to believe Bob in that moment was like, you know what? I I am happy with this thing that keeps me going in life. Mm-hmm. My my vessel. Now that's the end of this fucking show.
0: Uh, okay, that's bob patterson episode three of bob patterson um as much as we like to make fun of bad tv we always try to find something that we unironically enjoyed and that's why we have say something nice (laughs) all right morgan What's something nice you can say about Bob Patterson, this television program that we watched today?
1: I could go with the obvious one. Wieners. I'm not going to. Wieners are usually good. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with actually, I enjoy a woman who is sex positive uh, in our secretary, our assistant. Okay. Her character is.
0: Despite being. Wild, One note, wildly inappropriate.
1: Wildly inappropriate. Talking
0: to her boss about his wiener.
1: One note, you know what though? But she recognizes it. She does have a moment of shame. She just got caught up in all of the hubbub.
0: And she's like, and yeah, she was like, "Listen, I'm all about seeing dudes like Jason Alexander naked. Like, I want there to be more yeah, he, well-rounded." Uh,
1: he walks by and she goes, Mm-mm-mm.
0: "But she even says she's like, I'm happy to see that they're they're." showcasing not just the typical dude like i want to see a real man yeah real package
1: uh so she was fun i enjoyed her okay michael michael Uh, tell me what is what is one good unironic thing
0: a good unironic thing about this is that jason alexander is funny and even though this character is not great and even though the script is bordering on Absolute flaming garbage.
1: He's also an executive producer. Sorry to jump in here and cut you off.
0: Well, he probably shouldn't be a writer.
1: Why? I wonder what it was about this character that he was like, yes, please, need money for this one.
0: Well, I think it probably, in idea, could have been funny if he was, like we were saying, like a motivational speaker that's... who's insecure. Insecure. Um, This, at least this particular episode, doesn't really have that much to do with him being a motivational speaker. It deals with him being a celebrity a little bit, and that people, like, know who he is, but... He, like, as far as, like, I guess people are saying, like, we're big fans of your books or whatever, but not why or, like, what his books are doing for people specifically. Yeah. Um, I think there's probably it's a trace of a premise that could have been fun. Uh, it's just was the writing was really bad. Maybe that's maybe he had a, a lot to do with the writing in it because he's not a writer on Seinfeld. Like, he might just be, you know, not everybody's good at just because you're a good comedic actor doesn't mean you're a good comedic writer. Yeah. And especially if you're dropping from, you know, you know, Larry David and and Larry Charles and Jerry Seinfeld, like those are freaking amazing comedy writers. Mm -hmm. This I don't know who any of the people who wrote these were, but I don't think it was anybody.
1: I'm telling you, it was just Chuck Lorre, just with different names.
0: But I mean. If that was the case, then I would expect people to like it more than they did, because they hated it. Yeah,
1: but Chuck Lorre uh, also has other people. This is before he found his other voices, comedic voices.
0: I'm pretty sure Chuck Lorre was already making shows at this point. I don't think so. Yeah, he was. Hang on.
1: No, it's fine. I'm no, right.
0: Now, we're gonna, now, now i am got to see I'm, if I'm
1: right. Michael, would you watch another episode of this show?
0: Not right now, because I'm looking up Chuck Lorre. <gasps>
1: um morgan's correct so i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna take this question and i'm going to say that chuck lorre was for sure writing before this so
0: okay well he's been writing since 1984
1: but was he show running i
0: don't know he wrote he wrote on charles in charge fraggle rock my two dads uh roseanne Grace Under Fire, Sybil, okay, we get, Dharma and Grey. You
1: love Chuck Lorre. It's yeah. your, you like his uh, catalog of comedies is your favorite.
0: I love it. Okay, would I watch another episode?
1: Yes. Uh...
0: <laughs> Probably not. Um, this was comedies are hard to do on this show because if they're just not funny, then there's not a lot to say about them because how it's hard to be like. It just, the jokes weren't funny. That's what was bad about this. It was
1: supposed to be this way, but it was not. End of story. This
0: was said, intended to make me laugh, but it did not. That, all that said, I did, I did laugh a number of times throughout this episode, and I like Jason Alexander, but no, I wouldn't watch. If I was watching this when it came out, and even uh, how much I love Jason Alexander, no. Even, unless, no. You know what, I'm going to say under no circumstances would I watch another episode of this. You said No. No. Did you say it, or are you saying it now? No,
1: I'm saying it now.
0: Got it. Um, all right, Morgan, cut the shit. What do we, What should you recommend instead of Bob? What's his name? <laughs> Bob Patterson.
1: Bob Evans, the restaurant chain. Or Robert Evans, the coked-out producer.
0: What's the guy from Gilmore Girls? Scott Patterson. Scott
1: Patterson. It's
0: pretty Robert maybe Pattinson. It's, maybe it's Scott Patterson's brother.
1: Oh, what am I cutting the shit with this week? What Guys, do you want? we are just stuck indoors, aren't we? We're just stuck either working or not working or watching television. I know I've watched a lot. Um,
0: not re- not you. You've been working so much we can't even do. I was hoping to get ahead a on this show, and said we're still behind. You're just a busy little bee.
1: Um this week I'm going to I wanted to think of something else. you guys are all watching this goddamn thing so I just I'll jump on the train. Um, it's not the best, but it's definitely fascinating uh, the seven part series that is currently on Netflix uh, Tiger King um, documentary eco documentary about with I mean it's not even just ego documentary. it's so much more crime, true crime, character study. Um, it's got, it's got mullets, it's got ligers, and it's got, um, murder for hire plots, so watch Tiger King if you haven't watched it. I guarantee if you haven't watched it, you've at least been exposed to it in one way or another because I have seen at least 50 memes a day br- referencing that docuseries. Michael, yeah. what... I
0: Can only you... half watched it in the background while you were watching it, but yeah, I have noticed it everywhere. It's
1: fucking everywhere. Guess what? Because we have a captive audience.
0: Everybody's stuck we're inside. We're stuck inside. And what they... else are we going to do? Everybody's it's Netflix. Netflix.
1: Michael, cut the shit.
0: Um, well, I don't... I'm going to recommend... Ooh, the movie we watched yesterday it's called the invisible man it's written and directed by lee wanell and of, is of course loosely based on the traditional narrative of the invisible man um it stars elizabeth moss who is awesome as she is in literally everything Every she single does everything she does uh it's it's a Cool modern take on it, uh, focusing on uh, Elizabeth Moss's character being uh, tortured and uh, just terrorized by this invisible person. I don't want to give away too many of the plot details, but it, it's really well directed. Uses the the empty space really well, where you're always trying to like figure out like if there's. If the Invisible Man is there or what's going on. Um, Lots of like empty lingering shots that are really creepy, uh, has a cool score and is actually like a really well thought out, uh, low budget idea where it feels like a big Hollywood movie, except that almost every scene is just Elizabeth Moss with no other characters, Mm -hmm. um, which is cool. And the effects in it were really neat, too, for an Invisible Man. Also, watch the original uh, James Will Invisible Man from yeah, that the 30s. That's crazy. That one's awesome. Um, and I've been playing a lot of video games. So, video games are cool. I played Resident Evil 2, the remake, which is also a lot of fun. I think the third one comes out next week. So, just happens to be good timing on that. But uh, play video games, watch movies, um, listen to podcasts like ours and other people's. Oh, and also listen to me on uh, my guest spot on the pop-up film cast also part of the Podfix network um i that was a really fun show talked about some disaster movies so check that out as well i think it's out now and if it's not then i'll i'll tweet about it when it comes out uh anything else do you want to say before i do my wrap up here my the, the rippity wrap wrap that i always ca- that's what i call it every time the rippity wrap All right. I think that's going to do it. it. Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. Tweet at us if you have a show. mm, Tweet at us if you'd have... mm, my God. Tweet at us if you... Have a show you'd like us to watch or just want to say hi. Links to our recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com. We are proud members of Podcast. The Podfix Network. Follow them on Twitter at Podfix and go to podfixnetwork.com for a full lineup of shows. Our logo is designed by Sean Matthew Leary and thanks to Ben Hunter for help with our social media. Uh, iTunes. Hey you guys got you guys got free time. You all home all alone. You need you need something to to fill up 10 minutes of your day, not even 5 minutes of your day. Like 2 minutes. 2 minutes guy. of your day.
1: 60 seconds S- of your day.
0: Like literally 30 seconds of your day, you can just leave us a review on iTunes and you know help us get more listeners. Tweet a tweet people, tell people to listen, tell your friends, tell your neighbors and your family.
1: Tell them they can just play it and not even have the volume on, just just to play it, just have it running.
0: Tell them that Joe Rogan hosts this podcast. Tell them
1: Joe Rogan is on the podcast every day,
0: but he doesn't show up until the end. And you should listen all the way until
1: then. Surprise! It's me. Hey, it's me, Joe Rogan. Or if they're not,
0: you know, Joe Rogan fan, then like tell them that like John Hodgman does it. Or
1: is this how Joe Rogan does?
0: Yep, a lot of people
1: It's Joe Rogan. Tell them Joe Exotic is on this podcast. Oh,
0: tell 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 everybody this is this is a Joe Exotic podcast. That we are exclusively You focused. know
1: what? If you know somehow to get this to Joe Exotic, Joe Exotic can be on this podcast.
0: He's in jail. He can
1: radio. Spoilers.
0: uh just kidding, that's in the first episode. Yeah. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening. I'm Mike. I'm Megan. And that's the end of the podcast.
1: That's it.
0: This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.